Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Football fans and hoodats all over the world, get ready for an episode of Believe in Saints on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, John Hendricks. And welcome back to another episode of Believe in Saints. I'm John Hendricks alongside Terrence Copper. It's a fabulous cold day in January. And um, well, you know, obviously if you Watch what happened in week 18 across the NFL. You know what happened with the Saints. They weren't able to make the playoffs. Um, they did everything they were supposed to on their end. But, you know, again, those those pesky Rams and those 49ers, man, they came back. So uh, here breaking it down with me is Terrence, as always. How you doing, man? And, uh, I mean, let's, let's we can jump right into it, man. How are you feeling after that brutal series of events on Sunday? Uh, you know what? Watching – actually watching the – the Saints game, you know, I was I was excited about it, and then I I peek over at the score with the the uh, the Colts game was it the Colts game I was looking at was Rams and Rams and Forty Nine ers that's the one that the Rams yep. and Forty Nine ers game the Rams and Forty Nine and I'm looking at the score and here I am I see the scores like seventeen to three at one time uh, the Rams win it's like yeah we might get into the playoffs and then you turn around and now you know the score turned out what it what it turned out to be with the 49ers actually beating the Rams, you know, so you, you excited at one point because you're looking at the saints game and you see the saints we're we're winning, we're controlling that game. And then when you look at, look at the 49ers game, you, you got high hopes and then all of a sudden those hopes get deflated, you know, so that's, I feel bad for the team because they worked their butt off and they went through, they went through so much stuff when it comes to injuries and COVID protocols and all of those things, you know, so, and for them to to be so close, but still not make it to the playoffs, you know, you feel bad for the team and the coaching staff. Yeah, and, and I'll paint the picture for you, right? Is, is where I'm at because so obviously looking at it, Saints are taking care of business in inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium, right alongside all the rest of the beat writers in the press box, and you know things are going good. And then you see the Rams are up 17 nothing. You're like, man, this this could work. This could happen. And then literally, you know, as it goes, that. Okay, well, Rams, they squandered their 17-point lead. 49ers tied it up. And then you're looking back and forth. You're seeing all these different things. And, you know, again, I'm trying to follow along with the Saints game because obviously that's the, the big thing for me. And then, you know, you look at what ends up happening there as, as far as that goes. I mean, there's just so much that ends up happening in that game. And, you know, by the time it was over, you know, you got the Rams that were up by seven. And it's going into two-minute drill. 49ers do everything. I mean, goodness, Debo Samuel is just a magician, right? And so yeah. he uh, they get it tied up, and the game's going into overtime. But at that time, the Saints game was pretty much over with. And so mm-hmm. we're sitting there watching it because it's literally from a player's perspective. They described it, said they got off the field, and then they started watching because that's when 
the Rams or the 49ers just tied it up and then they're watching in the overtime frame and stuff. And we're watching in the press box and it's just kind of like, oh man, we saw that that Stafford pick and it was just, uh, just gut wrenching, you know what I mean? And because yeah. we knew they were going to wait for it, but you know, the players, they barely had a moment to celebrate their win because they were worried about, you know, obviously what was going down and if they were going to LA and, Man, it's a uh, it's a hard feeling as a player. And look, you've been on both sides of the coin. You've been on teams that have been successful in the end, but for it to play out like that, and to just know that your season ends just like like that. I mean, what does that what does that feel like? And you know, how do you process stuff like that as a player? You know, it's it's tough to process it because especially like like we were just talking about, especially in a situation like that where you know you did what you had to do, and and you're looking at the other scenario and that's playing out the way you need to play it out. And and then it doesn't happen, you know, so, you know, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough pill to swallow, a very tough pill to swallow, but the fact that you have to swallow it, the fact you have to deal with it, you know, now it's time to start looking at the off season. It's time for the players to start getting healthy again, take some time off from it because Lord knows the coaching staff, of course, you don't want any time off. Of course you want to be in the playoffs, that's what you want to be in. But the coaching staff, the players that have been through so much this year, whether it's mental, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, you know, it's time to take some time off, let your body heal, kind of reset your mental, reset your emotions, and then start preparing for the offseason. Because, like I say, even though you wanted to be to the playoffs, that is the that was the goal to get to the playoffs, but it didn't happen. You know, so then you, you got to move forward. We're back in better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And I think the, the hard part, and we talked about it last week, and look, we both picked the Saints to win. You, you were a lot more confident in the game and how the Falcons were not going to really come in here and the Saints were just going to blow the doors off of them a little bit more than I was for sure. But man, mm-hmm. I would just say it, it's, it's a shame because they were playing their best offensive football of the season, really and it, going back to, you know, the time when Jameis was in, but you know, the run game was outstanding. Taysom Hill looked great. Yeah, I mean, there were, they were just imposing their will defensively. You get the turnovers. I mean, this is, this is a complete effort for the Saints in this game. And, you know, they got Ryan Ramchek back. I don't think it's by mistake that they have a better run game when Ryan Ramchek's in there. You know, I mean, just mm-hmm. better protection. Taysom Hill doing his thing. And, you know, you've got Traquan Smith looking good, catching balls. I mean, this is just was a complete effort from top to bottom. And, you know, look, the unfortunate part is, is Hill hurt his foot. He's got a, a Liz Frank injury. He's going to have to have surgery on it. And, you know, wow. I don't want to say it's a silver lining, but – you would have been going into Los Angeles, presumably with Trevor Simeon, which is not impossible, but at the same time, it had definitely been a tall task, but you know, you just can't say enough about the effort this team gave uh, on Sunday. And and again, whether you want to call it silver lining, I mean, again, you've seen other teams like the lions in their season on a high note, the Jaguars. I mean, is this, is this a feel good thing? Or are you just kind of sitting here thinking, well, we didn't accomplish our ultimate goal. So, 
you know, there's really no, no victory lap or anything that you want to take pride in because of, you know, just having a winning season and you're still not being in the postseason. No, this is not a victory at all. Uh, there are no more victories. And the, the objective is, and this is for every team, not just with the Saints, the objective is to win the Super Bowl. That is their objective. Uh, if you don't win the Super Bowl, then you know what? I mean, you didn't have – you didn't meet your goal. You didn't meet one of your goals, of course. So in the season, you have a lot of goals that you set, that you set along the way. Uh, one goal for a team may be, uh, you know, we want to have a winning record. Another goal is we want to win our division. Another goal is, of course, if you win your division, of course, you're going to make the playoffs. Uh, the next goal is to win the NFC championship. Another goal is to win the Super Bowl. So you have goals in place, you know, to that you want to kind of meet these goals. But not making it to the playoffs, that means you didn't win the, the uh, your division. It means you didn't win the NFC championship. And it means you didn't win the Super Bowl. So you don't you didn't really have a successful season if you don't make the playoffs. And there is no team out there that looks at just having a winning record is successful unless you're in the playoffs because that's the ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl. And if you don't make the playoffs, you have no shot. So, no, this season is not, is not a moral victory uh, because the standards for the Saints is very high. So just having a winning record is not good enough. And I'm quite sure the coaching staff is echoing that and the players is echoing the same thing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, again, it's – here's the other part I, I look at. I know a lot of people say, well – you, you, it's always hindsight, right? Because you look back at the mm -hmm. 17 game season and you say, man, if they only just beat the Giants. But I mean, again, maybe you can give me your thoughts on this because this is where I lie on the fences. Well, who knows who, who would have realized that a week eight game would have had that much importance in the grand scheme of things. You know what I mean? Because I feel mm -hmm. like the more so the Dolphins game, if they could have just won that game, which again, the circumstances were against them. But I, I feel like that was a lot more, impactful just because again you don't know what happens at the beginning of the season it's like saying man if, if look at the team that blew up the Packers you know what I'm saying that's the team that should be in the Super Bowl you know what I mean that, that's mm -hmm. like I just feel like the hindsight argument is is tough to swallow but you know for me I, I think that Dolphins game was the huge one and again you saw some things that you break down and Saints we, we I talked about it that they don't do well in the space of having to rely on others but where do you lie on the fence when it comes to when you look at the season and you just miss it by that one game? You know, you always, like you said, hindsight, but you always go back and look at little things that, that you could have done differently. And, but for, for players, it's not just one game, you know, every game that, that you play in the NFL, cause you only get 17 games now before this year, it was 16 games. But so but this year you only get 17 games. And every game, and it's not like we kind of compare it to baseball or basketball. Baseball, you play, what, 100-some games? Uh, basketball, you play 82 games. So there's a lot of room for error. You can drop a couple of games here and there in basketball or baseball. But in the NFL, you only get 17. That's it. So every single game is very important, every single game. And every time you win a game, it makes the next game that much more important. And if you win that game, it makes the next game that much more important. You know, so losing even just one or two games can be crucial when it comes to making the playoffs because you just don't know. You just don't know how 
how things are going to line up at the end of the season, like it did this year. You know, you, you can go back and look at the Miami game, or you can look at uh, a Carolina game, or you can look at the Giants game. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, you can go back and look at all those games, but each game that you played is just as important. If you had took, and I know you said the Miami game, but if you had took business, took care of business, the other games that you lost, you know, you really wouldn't be looking back on just one game, you know? So it's like, you know, of course you, you, you have expectations, but it's not, to me, it's not just one game, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the entirety of the season, how the season went. Uh, this was just a rough season for the Saints. Yeah. And again, you, you, you know, you look at it and again, I want to get your perspective on this because obviously you rode the, the high in 2006 and then in 2007 mm-hmm. with the team and, even starting off to 2008, I mean, you saw the the direct, you know, correlation or just come from the ultimate high to the ultimate low. And again, it wasn't mm-hmm. like the team was horrible, but, you know, again, uh, it was a struggle for sure. But I mean, again, when you look at those types of pieces and then taking into account what, who Sean Payton is and all these different things, is, is this motivation? Is this a thing where you just chalk it up to say, hey, we did our best given the circumstances? I mean, how do you kind of holistically view the year as a whole, even though you say, of course, you didn't make your goal. You didn't make the playoffs. You didn't win your division. You didn't do a lot of things you set out to accomplish this season. You know, you got to go back to the drawing board. Uh, You got to go back to the drawing board. You got to look at the things that we did, that we did poorly or we did bad and the things you did good and kind of build on those things. But no, this season right here is not a, it wasn't a feel good season and you don't chalk it up as like, uh, you know, we just went through so much stuff that, you know, it is what it is. You don't even look at it that way because guess what? Everybody was going through the same type of things uh, when it comes to the COVID stuff, everybody have injuries, you know? So yeah, it just, it affected the saints a lot more. I feel like, but every team went through this, you know, and you still had other teams that made the playoffs. They, they managed to fight through the adversity and get to where they want to get through, even though they went through some similar things, maybe not to the extent of what we had to go through, what the Saints had to go through, but they still went through their own injuries they had to go through. They still went through uh, COVID protocols, things they had to go through. So there are teams that went through that went through stuff as well, and they still figured out a way to make it happen. So, you know, you, you, we don't look at this as, you know, it was just a tough season because of all the circumstances. No, it don't because – it was maybe it was COVID this year, but next year it could be something else. Maybe mm. not, maybe not anything health related when it comes to like virus and stuff like that, but injuries always happen. Uh, we, we went down, uh, uh, Jameis Winston, he got hurt. You know, that is your starting quarterback went down. Guess what? The expectations is still the expectation, you know, regardless of what's going on around you, regardless of, you know, the distraction, regardless of the things that you go through as a team, the ups and downs, the expectations never change. You know, it's still the same expectation, regardless of what you went through as a team. So when when Jameis Winston went down, guess what? The expectations for the Saints still was the same expectations. The next guy's got to step up, you know. So, yeah, you don't you don't look at this season as you chalk it up as, you know, it is what it is or you or a feel good season. You look at it as, you know, we didn't accomplish our goals. And you don't make excuses about it. You just go back to the drawing board and we try to get better. Yeah. And look, I, I tell you, a team to me that pops up is the Raiders, right? Mm-hmm. Because look what happened with their head coach. 
Henry yep. Ruggs. Um, you know, all this dissension from the front office and these players, they, I mean, they lost their head coach because of that. They lost a key player because of that. I mean, they had a crazy year too, but still they're left in, in, in at the end of it all. They pushed through and they're in the playoffs. Even with Pittsburgh, they were not having a good season. Ben Roethlisberger does not look the greatest, you know, I mean, but still they're able to at least get in the postseason. And again, I, again, it's one of those where I look at it and not saying that the Saints situation wasn't unique or anything, but you like to, you said, to your point, other teams were facing it and other teams did deliver. Right. And so some of it's how yeah. the chips fall and, and, you know, again, it's football. Right. And, you know, and again, I think the best, best thing about this team is they didn't hide behind the excuses. They didn't say, well, you know, we would have won if we had all our people behind COVID. And again, if Jameis was still in there, you know, that's a what if scenario. I think if the Jameis was in there, they, they would be in the playoffs. Right. And so just because, mm -hmm. I mean, the consistency, I think they would have been a better spot if they had more consistent receivers and it was, you know, pretty yep. much the lowest output that they've had in Sean Payton's era of, of their combined top three receivers. And, and, you know, it's just, that's, that's things you got to get better in the off season. You got to improve. And I, I feel like if they can keep some of these defensive pieces together and mainly because you got key guys like Marcus Williams that are hitting free agency, which you can franchise tag him, but Quan Alexander showed how important mm -hmm. he is. PJ Williams, if you're gonna, if yes. you can keep some of these guys intact, which for the most part you can, and it sounds like most of their front office and coaching staff might be held intact, you got one job, and that's to improve yourself offensively. And I feel like they can do that. Yes, I, I think they can do that. My question is. Do we go to the draft? Are we looking to, to find another quarterback? Are we? Do we believe in in Winston what he's done before the injury and the things he showed uh, during training camp and the games that he did play? Uh, of course, I feel like we got to get a receiver. I'm just speaking on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, because at the end of the day, even though the defense performed amazing this year, the defense did a great job. They're still going to look at the defense as well and see how they can get better defensively you know just because we we have a good defense this year doesn't mean that's going to be the same defense next year you know each year is a new year you know so uh, so I think they're still going to evaluate the defense side of the ball as well I don't think they have a lot of holes as many holes on the defense side of the ball as they do offensively so uh, a lot of the, a lot of the efforts may not be catered towards the defense during the offseason, but it's definitely going to be evaluated and see how they can get better defensively. But I think offensively, uh, you know, I, I don't know how Coach Payton feel or, or the front office feel about Winston. Yeah, and here let me let me ask you a question here because this is hypothetical. Mm -hmm. Would you rather have and again Russell Wilson's the big dangling fruit, right? And him, Deshaun Watson, those are two quarterbacks that are probably on the move, right? So would you rather have mm -hmm. keep what you have, maybe improve somebody in the draft and get a Russell Wilson and have him work with Mike Thomas and who they have? Or would you rather use that money or that draft capital to keep somebody like Jameis and then bring in somebody? And I'm not, and again, this is speculation. This is just pie in the sky. A Chris Godwin, a Michael mm -hmm. Gallup, a Mike Williams to compliment Mike Thomas and then work with what you have. And then maybe even add a piece in the draft too. You know, I'm going to tell you something. It, to me, even though, I mean, 
that's not throwing anything against Jameis Winston. I mean, he is a good quarterback, and he's been a good quarterback before he even got to New Orleans. He was a good quarterback. He just had, he turned the ball over a lot, but he's capable of performing at a high level. So that's not anything knocking Jameis Winston. But if you got a chance to get Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, even though, you know, Deshaun Watson got his own stuff going on down in Houston, but it seems like that may get cleared up, you know, it's, it's really hard to say that you can't, that it's really hard to say that, no, I'm not going to go after Russell Wilson after he's a proven quarterback and he's still got a lot left in the tank. And the same thing with Deshaun Watson. He's still, to me, he's still a young quarterback and he still haven't played his best football yet. He still make great plays when he was playing, you know, so he, and he didn't play this year. So he, a lot of mileage on his body. He didn't take a lot of bumps and bruises. So I would, if I'm a GM, not saying I am a GM, but if I was a GM and those two quarterbacks was on the table for us, I would definitely entertain it. I'm not saying that I will pull the trigger, but I would definitely be entertaining it. I really would. Yeah, and look, I think you can turn in the compensation to realize, I mean, the biggest thing is is how much you're going to have to give up to get somebody like that. And look, I, again, I, the Saints are going to get some more compensatory picks. They're going to get some from like Trey Hendrickson and some of those guys. I mean, it just remains to be seen how many, but – you know, I think some of that is factored into the back pocket. They already get an extra third because of, of, of Terry Fontenot, and one of those is sent to Bradley Roby. And, you know, we'll talk more draft and, and stuff after that, but when free agency hits, when everything comes, dust settles, you know, I think it's going to be an interesting time for this team to where we're going to have to figure out, answer some of those questions. I don't think it's really, you know, people blow over the salary cap about you know, the Saints, and it drives them crazy because the Saints are – one of those people that work with pretty much, I mean, play money, I guess, monopoly money, you know what I mean? And just they're able mm -hmm. to maneuver it. And it doesn't matter if somebody said they're a hundred million dollars over, they find a way and they make it work. And they're going to have to make some big decisions on people. They're going to have to figure out what they want to do with Teron Armstead. They're going to have to move, you know, Kamara's cap around. They're going to have to move Lattimore's cap around. They're going to have to make a decision on what they do with Cam Jordan. But, you know, again, I think there's enough belief in a lot of those players that they can make those moves and you know look i i feel um that you know maybe they're only four or five players maybe that from really being a super contender in the nfc i mean you saw how the nfc played out this year you know mm -hmm. I, again you look at it if they have primary weapons on offense if they have a quarterback and they're playing with that type of defense man they they're one of the favorites in the nfc really quickly they are very quickly very quickly and and like I said, like you made a great point. I feel like they are probably about three or four players away. And to me, they're all on the offensive side of the ball. Right. You got we got to figure out the quarterback situation because you still don't know what the quarterback situation is. Uh, even though yes, Winston was the starter, uh, and he didn't look bad when he was playing, but you still don't know how he's going to come back off a knee injury. You don't know, you know. So uh, we seen what Taysom Hill did. Uh, I think Taysom Hill, uh, I think he's a he's a good quarterback. I think he's a, a great backup quarterback. Uh, but he was getting injured a lot as well this year. He had a lot of injuries. Uh, I think Trevor Simeon is a great backup quarterback. But I think the quarterback position is a position that has to get addressed. Uh, whether Winston is the person that is addressing it 
or whether you bring somebody back in. But I think the quarterback position has to get addressed. And you have to, I think the running back position is solid, is solidified. Uh, but I think I think the offensive line, especially with the guys coming back that was injured, I think the offensive line is fine. But it's going to come to me, it's the quarterback and your receivers offensively. I think once we can get get some some of those places, some of those positions solidified, I think that right there would take you to the next level. But I think it's those two positions. Right. Yeah. And, and again, I, I, I think it's spot on, you know, again, you, it's, it's, it's tough to look at it and think, man, this team offensively. And again, we, we joked, we said, man, this has got to drive Sean Payton nuts. It just offense is just not producing. And, but I think overall from a year removed from Drew Brees, you feel like you have a little bit more clear picture of where you do need to go. And in some aspect as aspects, I think somewhat this team might have outperformed some of the expectations because that's all, people giving them four and four and 13, five and 12s, all these different record predictions and stuff. And, you know, look, I was on the high side originally. I thought 10 and seven, I, I even bumped that up to 11 and six just because of what I saw from Jameis. And I thought these strong offensive line can carry him. But, you know, again, those things happen. You got to have depth. You got to have a solid backup plan to your backup plan. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. it's just, I think they can get it done. How they go about it is really what's important. And, you know, again, I would hate to lose Quan Alexander just because I think he's done a phenomenal job. But at the same yeah. time, I see see so much growth and potential from Pete Warner that I feel mm-hmm. like he could go in there. And again, he's not Quan Alexander, but I feel like that's that's a thing where they say, well, maybe we don't sign this guy because we have belief in Pete and, you know, it could work. And I mean, for them to have that many offensive line starters go down, that's just or just on offense, just every position, you name it, it's it's all taking a hit this season. So, yes, yes. But, you know, bottom line is, um, and, you know, we'll dive further deep into the, the season, offseason and stuff at hand and kind of review a little bit. But, um, you know, before we kind of get out of here and stuff, what, what maybe, what was your top one or two moments from this season? I have to put you on the spot. You know my top moment of this season was truthfully it was when when coach Peyton couldn't coach when he was in the the COVID protocol and the assistant coaches and the players they rallied together and they got a victory without coach Peyton being on the sideline uh, I think that was that showed a lot of team effort that showed how prepared the organization is under Sean Payton that even when he's absent that the ball can keep right on rolling. You know, for me, I, I think one of the best things about the season, again, there's a few moments, you know, I think the start in Green Bay, that was an amazing start to the game or start to the season, actually. And, you know, I think about my time in Washington, that Hail Mary Callaway caught, that was something. P.J. Williams' is big six. I mean, there were so many good ones that I, I can remember from the season. And, again, you know, end result's not where you want it. But at the same time, you know, there's always those good moments that happen between it. And so, look, it was one of those that, you know, you'll remember. Um, you're still on a winning season. I guess that's the silver lining, you know, and Sean Payton 
keeps it going. And, uh, you know, again, playoffs are not there and that's going to be tough to sit at home. And, you know, again, it's also hard <laughs> just not being able to go. I was looking forward to covering a road playoff game. You know, that was kind of for me. And, uh, but, you know, we'll keep on clicking, but listen, I, Terrence, I want to thank you for coming on all season. And of course we're not going away by any means. We'll be, continuing to have shows weekly bringing some guests and got some good things cooking on believe so definitely keep tuned to us give our show a, a like a subscribe on apple spotify and as always we want to thank bet online for producing today's show thanks guys have a good one listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.